0: This is Radio MVP Sports, Running with the Canes. Welcome to Episode 4 of Running with the Canes. I'm your host, Tim Continenza. The Canes on January 13th and 15th had two non-sectional games. On the 13th, it was against Mars, the number one ranked 6A basketball program in the state, and on the 15th, the Canes hosted Erie. The Canes come into this action with a 92 overall record. The Canes lost to Mars 61-49 at the Westminster Ron Galbraith Classic. On January 15th, the Canes would come away with a 74-68 victory over Erie to improve to a 92 overall record. We pick up the action on WKST News Radio 1200 and the TripLive High School Sports Network. As the Canes take on Hopewell, here's my partner James Donson with head coach Ralph Blundo before the game with Hopewell.
1: Back here on the Washington Center Physical Therapy pregame show, here with Newcastle Red Hurricane coach Ralph Blundo. Coach, uh, last time we talked, it was uh, before uh, the section game against Central Valley, big uh, big win in that section game, and then uh, splitting between Mars and Erie in those two uh, non-section games against. 5-8 5 A competition just talk about uh especially those two non-section games and what was learned about the about this squad
2: well i think um you know i thought against mars we didn't play particularly well and i don't even know how well we played against erie but i do think we were in a similar situation in that game as we were with quaker valley and uh, we never got it going back the other way against quaker valley we talked so much about that that we didn't think we really demonstrated that red hurricane fight and um I thought, obviously, the Erie game was a much different uh, story, much different situation. You know, down 13 and uh, fought back to scoring by 20 points the rest of the way against a quality basketball team. Probably our, our biggest signature win of the year.
1: And that's got to be something right there, too. Not only the, the come from behind, but when that's been kind of the point of emphasis since that Quaker Valley game, mm-hmm. has to be something that you as a
2: staff are really proud of. Yeah, because we didn't have a scenario quite like that until then, and... Um, you know, the Mars game was a six-point game basically the whole game. And we actually had it; we were up three in the, in the uh, third quarter, and they and they make a run, go up four or five, and kind of sat there until they made free throws at the end of the game. But uh, yeah, we just we just kept playing. You know, it's it's win more possessions over the course of thirty-two minutes. Doesn't matter when it happens. Tonight, uh, Hopewell in section play, and
1: obviously a team that's had struggles over the last four, five, six years. Uh, mm. How do you convince a team, you know, to be able to look past the record when you're playing against a, a team that, you know, has the, the losing streak to their uh, to their tone? How do you get them to go out and just play the game that they need to play?
2: Because we can lose to anybody. That's who we are right now. You know, um, they understand that they we're, we're not. Uh, we know clearly who we are, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. So, uh, when a you know it's clear to us so you know we can lose anyone on any given night but we feel like we can beat anyone on any given night so um you know it's a big section game it's at home got to protect home court and you know that and also a chance obviously to, to work on some new
1: things a lot of zone to be expected tonight mm-hmm. uh you, you always hear coaches will talk about needing to, to find dribble penetration uh mm-hmm. to, to beat a zone what are some of the other keys when you're attacking zone defenses? things that you don't think of as much
2: well it just depends what zone it is there's different soft spots in the zone where you want to touch it and um and if you can get it there, you can get open look. Sometimes it's tough to get it there, but uh, you have to execute. And you have to have somebody in the high post who's comfortable in there, and that's, even sometimes you have really good players that are just not comfortable in there. Um, but, again, it's just, you know, we have some good hitters. We try to get our, uh, try to get the ball uh, down low or uh, to infiltrate the zone. We just don't want to be a team that's casting the entire time. So we do a combination of different things, and, uh, and like I said, it just depends on what zone they're playing.
1: Cane's taking on uh, Hopewell tonight. This is the midway point of the uh, section season. Uh, Ambridge at 5-0. and Cane's no. uh, one game behind at 4-1. and one. Quaker Valley with the two losses at the mm-hmm. end uh, to Blackhawk and uh, to Ambridge. And then Central Valley right there, Blackhawk, Beaver got the couple of wins, as you uh, very rightfully foreshadowed. Mm-hmm. Yet again, it's another difficult section. Just dissect what we're looking at so far halfway through.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a battle, and I would say – in general, the easy—if—if—if if, if, if we can use that word—the easier part of our section schedule is behind us than the tough part. You can go two Central Valley, you can go two Blackcock, got to Black Hawk, gotta play Ambridge twice, got to go to Quaker Valley, have Beaver coming here. Um, you know, clearly, um, we've, we've caught the easier part of it. And, uh, we've taken care of business for the most part, with the exception of the Quaker Valley game here. Um, so, uh, we have quite a challenge ahead of us over the next seven games. We always have fun
1: talking about, uh, about Newcastle hoops and everything going on. I want to talk uh, over to the girls' side real quick. Mm. Uh, Lady Canes having, having a solid season to mm. begin the year. A lot of close, uh, hard-fought battles. Mm. Uh, Lindsey Ferrada playing well. The mm. freshman, Ani Hudson, playing well. And just talk about what you've seen in, in the games where you've shared nights or just in, in sharing practice time uh, for uh, Coach Joseph's Lady Canes. Yeah, I've
2: enjoyed watching that team grow, man. They're, they're very together. Uh, they have some young talent and then obviously a good leader in Lindsey Ferrada. I uh, only has played well but as has Mia Graham and uh, Raquel and you know some of the other players out there they've shot the ball Olivia, they've shot the ball well at times and I think their success is kind of hinged on that because they're playing hard every night um, and when they've shot the ball well they've won games uh, they've lost a lot of close games and you're not going to blow them out they're too gritty I think the future is really bright for that program uh, that, that's, that's a good group they have some good players coming up uh, and Kara's done a heck of a job with them
1: kind of interesting too uh, was Maria a couple years ago with Kara coaching under Kara takes over now Maria's back as an assistant Uh, how different would that be like for example if you one of your assistants flip-flopped roles I mean obviously
2: knowing the system and working the same system but that has to be a very interesting dynamic yeah I'm sure but they're sisters you know and I think that that helps I think it's important for that program to to maintain the the connection to the, the tradition of the past I think once you create that disconnect there it could go the other way real quick, but um, there's a reminder there when you have people like Kara and Maria that they've had great success I think between the two of them, they probably have three championships, uh, at least, maybe four, uh, together, so, um, because they were on the same team together, I think, for at least one of those years, so, you know, they know what it's like, they know what it takes to be a champion, and, uh, you know, that thing's definitely going in the right direction, because she cares, the girls know that she cares, and uh, she's doing a lot of things right. One final question for you, Coach. You know, put you on the spot
1: for this one as well. We always talk about the great things for, uh, going on for Newcastle on the hardwood. Talk about some of the things that are going on beyond the hardwood. Some of the good things happening in Newcastle uh, in, in the school, in the classroom, yeah. with some of the things going well, on. We're
2: proud of all the things that are going on in our school. We always say that you know it's unfortunate that you know people can't see the bricks and mortar of the school and see the good things. So we always wanted our basketball team to be a great reflection of that. But, but we've been on the cutting edge of uh, the STEAM program in the entire county, well ahead of the curve. And it's been growing every single day. Our products program growing every single day. Our scores have gone up dramatically, in particular at the high school. So we know we're doing things right. We're working hard with uh, you know a clientele where we have some kids who in, you know, their innate needs aren't met every single day. And we're doing all the things we can to make sure that they're successful uh, to the best of our ability. So we're definitely trending in the right direction. and We're proud of that. He it hard in and out of the classroom, Coach. Best of luck tonight. Thanks.
0: All right. Eight minutes are on the clock as both teams have taken the court as the Kings wearing their home uniforms in white trim in red and black, as we get ready to tip off tonight's ball game. Hopewell in their traveling blue as the tip going to go to the backcourt over to Prowl as he'll bring the ball in the forecourt. Prowl looks left side. Gets it over to Sheldon Cox, back to Prowl in the corner, bounce pass underneath to McKnight, off the glass, good, and it's 2-0 Kane.
1: Just like expected, we uh, get Get it to McKnight early down low.
0: Scipio looking to get the ball in, and does, gets it over to McGovern, with the ball on the left wing, drives into the lane, takes it to the hole, 5-footer shot, no good, rebound Sheldon Cox. Brunette gives it out to Prowl. Prowl gives it over to Michael Wells from the right side, behind the arc, good for three. Graham comes into the ball game for the Canes. He has it, gives it into Drew Cox. He'll lose control of the ball and it'll be picked up there by McGovern as he'll bring the ball to forecourt. McGovern gives it into the corner to LaSella and he takes a three from the corner, good. Anthony Lisala puts Hopewell on the scoreboard it's seven three. Graham brings the ball in the forecourt over to Sheldon Cox for a deep three off the backboard. No good. Rebound by Drew Cox. Throw it back out to Mike Wells from the corner. Up and good from the left side for three. And they're going to get the ball in, but there's pressure in the backcourt. They'll get it across to Gill. Gill throws across. Gets it down low to McGovern, takes the shot, no good, Gills gets the rebound, goes up strong, and puts it in for two. So Roman Gill gets two, and it makes it 10-5, Canes with 5 5
1: here to play first quarter. And a 30-second timeout called by the Canes, is uh, not pleased with the offensive rebound being able to be won there by Roman Gill in the putback and uh, just again want to make sure the intensity is up for the entire game a little high scoring here in the first three minutes 10 points on the board already for Newcastle and Michael Wells coming off the bench ready to shoot I'll tell you what there was no doubt about it coming out of the hand each of those two shots that he was going to knock them down and I, I kind of had a feeling that we were going to see Sheldon Cox uh, try to pop one up from NBA range I saw him lighten up during warm-ups deeper and deeper range and that one just a little bit too juiced up. Ended up putting yeah. it off the backboard.
0: Graham with the ball in the forecourt over to Sheldon Cox back to Graham. Works it down in the lane to Carter. Carter gives it back out to Burnett. Back to Graham. They'll work it behind the arc. Over to the corner goes Prowl for three and Prowl puts it in. I believe that is his first three-pointer on the year and it is. 15 to 15-7. Canes with the lead. Payne Prowl will inbound the ball. Throw it out into the corner to Brunette for three. And Brunette gets on the scoreboard with his first tray of the ball game. And already seven different players
1: in the first quarter have scored for the Canes. He'll throw
0: it up top and it's be stolen away by McKnight. McKnight on the move. Down the right lane. Takes it a the hole. Shot is good with the foul. And Demetrius McKnight with six in the ball game, looking for seven to complete the three-point play with 134 here to play first
1: quarter. Man, are they the running red hurricane here tonight? They are flying up and down the court. McKnight forced the seventh turnover already for Hopewell in this ball game. Now a chance to complete a three-point play. He looks and shoots and puts it in.
0: Leads all scorers with seven right now is Demetrius McKnight. 26-10, big first quarter here for the Canes. They'll get it in to Miklos as he'll bring the ball in the forecourt as the Canes drop back into defense. Minute 19 here to play in the first quarter. Miklos with the ball, dribbling between the two circles. Gonna go left side, bounce pass into the corner to Gill, throws it inside. Picked up there by Lucella. who gives it into the corner to Miklas. He'll drive inside the arc. Takes the shot up. Good. And it's 26-12. Prane Powell with the ball in the forecourt. Over to Burnett, Back to Prowl. Give it over to Cox. Outside to Burnett. Shot taken over to Baskinoka. Rebound there by McKnight. His shot is too strong and his rebound there by Gill as they give the ball over to Miklas as he brings the ball in the forecourt. Guarded there by Drew Cox. Down to 30 seconds here to play first quarter. Nicholas with the ball goes left side to LaSalle. LaSalle with the ball top of the key. Works right side against We're down to 20 seconds. Working over to Gill. Gill behind the arc on the left wing. Ball almost stolen away by Mike Wells, and he does. Gives it out to Burnett. Burnett takes it to the hole. Off the glass. Good. And it's 28-12. We're down to six seconds here to play first quarter. They'll throw it in, and they'll get a long shot off, and they'll fall underneath the basket. But after one, the Canes lead 28-12 over Hopewell. There by Stella, as he'll give the ball over to... Miklas as he brings the ball into quarters with five minutes, five seconds here to play second quarter. With the ball is Miklas, guarded there by Sheldon Cox, He's on the left wing, stops his dribble, gets it over to McGovern, drives inside, gives it back out, shot by Lasella, up and good, his third tray of the ball game, and it's
1: 31-23 for 47 here to play in the second quarter. Timeout called by the Canes and needed, needed it there. Need to find some way to stop Mr. Anthony LaSela who is just knocking them down. Three of four from beyond the arc <laughs> is the 5'8 freshman. No fear out there. Nothing but net on three of those four shots. Has the hot hand and has brought them back to a
0: 31-23 deficit with 4'47 here to play in the the second quarter the Kings leading 31-23 rebound Michael Wells stolen by Gill Roman Gill with another steal gives it over to Miklas works it into the corner 3 by McGovern up and good Jacob McGovern now with 5 in the ball game
1: I have hope Well, as 5 of 6 from beyond the arc here
0: tonight rebound there by Gill Gill with the ball gives it quickly over to Sala as they bring the ball into forecourt with the ball is McCur- Miklas, out to Scipio for three, and he hits it! This so, team just doesn't miss him beyond the arc tonight, Tim. is going to say, now Scipio joins the, the band it? with three. 33-28, big corner here for Hopewell. And gives it over to Sipione, stolen away by Cox,
1: Cox down the lane, Cox to the hole, off the glass, good, with the foul! Yeah, good job. First, it was Burnett who got the hand on it that led to the steal by Drew Cox. And then he, uh, in the process of getting fouled, lost it in the air, regathered, and was able to put it off the glass up and in. 35-28.
0: Kings with the seven-point lead. And Drew Cox at the line looking to complete the three-point play. Puts it up and in. Cox now at five in the ball game. Graham with the ball. We're down to 35 seconds here to play in the quarter. Graham with the ball, it over to Cox. Throw it back out to Burnett for three. Front of the rim no good, rebound Drew Cox. Right side goes down the lane, shot off the glass, good. 38, 30, 23 seconds here to play. As with the ball in the backcourt is Miklas and we have a timeout on the court here by Hopewell. So Hopewell will throw it in right in front of their bench. The bounce pass, get it in to Miklas. it over to McGovern, over to Scipione as he brings the ball in the forecourt. backs it back out, gives it over to Miklas. Down in nine seconds. Miklas drives down the right lane. Throws it up, no good. Rebound there by Scipione. Three seconds out they will work it back out, deep three by McGovern, and he hits it, top of the key, NBA style. And now cut the lead down to 38-33 here at
1: halftime. And it just, what can you say? Five for five from beyond the arc, and when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. That one falling away, Dirk Nowitzki-style NBA range, nothing but net at the buzzer. It's, it's unbelievable. It was a 16-point Canes lead late in the first quarter, lead down to five at the intermission
0: with the ball is canes and they'll bring it in the corner to Burnett. throw inside for true cox shot taken no good cox goes up strong for his own rebound actually it's mcknight takes the shot, no good rebound there by hopewell they bring the ball in the forecourt with Lasala over to gill gill cross-court pass give it to Mickles. drives into the lane takes the shot runner good and they're going to call a charge So no points on the play, and the score remains
1: 48-33 Kane. I believe it was Payne Prowl down there who took the offensive foul, was waiting in position, and uh, good job of getting there, expecting the the drive from Miklos, and able to get in there in time to to, uh, draw that personal and get the turnover.
0: LaSella takes a three, blocked there by Cox. Drew Cox with the ball, and he brings the ball into forecourt. Gives it over to Burnett, out to Prowl over to Sheldon Cox for three from the left side, good! Sheldon Cox with three. 51-36, just under four minutes here to play in the third quarter. Get the ball over to Sheldon Cox, get back to Prowl. Prowl drives into the lane left side, throws it back out to Burnett to, to Drew Cox. Over to Sheldon Cox on the right wing, back to Drew Cox, left side to Prowl. Back right side to Drew Cox, into the corner to Sheldon Cox drives the baseline, shot taking good. Sheldon Cox now with 12 in the ball game, and it's 53-36. Ball's gonna be knocked away and pressure again, and this time it'll go back to the
1: Canes here. and. and, and. I'm not sure I blame Coach Valletta. He's a little bit upset, as uh, we saw it last week, the free safety in Drew Cox is kind of uh, colliding inadvertently with a Hopewell player right at midcourt, and no foul called, as we saw in the game last week against Central Valley, and it leads to the turnovers. It was last touched by the, re- the receiver of Hopewell.
0: They'll throw it in, get it over to Graham. Graham back over to Mike Wells for three from the left side on the wing, no good. Rebound McKnight, McKnight goes up strong, no good. Followed by Sheldon Cox, second shot by Kelly Cox, no good. McKnight for two, over to Wells, Wells
1: puts it in. So, Wells misses a three. We have offensive rebounds by McKnight, Cox, Cox, McKnight, Wells with the putback and the end one. Did I get all that? Did I mark them all down correctly? I think you did. (laughs) Did I call it correctly? (laughs) Uh, Spot on, my man. Spot on. Here's Wells' shot and he puts it in. That one's easy to mark.
0: 56-36 Canes with the lead. 56-39 Canes with the lead after three. You're listening to High School Basketball on News Radio 1200 WKST and the Trib Live High School Sports Network. So Drew Cox will throw it in to start the fourth quarter here for the Canes. Throw it in the backcourt to Michael Graham as he'll bring the ball in the forecourt. Graham goes left side, stops his dribble, gives a right side to Drew Cox, down the rain, takes it to the hole, shot off the glass, good. Drew Cox win double figures with 10. So Hopewell will throw it in front of their bench They'll throw it into to he loses the control, picked up there by Drew Cox, outlets it to Wells, Wells off the glass, good. 60-39, to Canes with the lead, five minutes here to play in the fourth. They'll get the ball in the forecourt to Gill, over to Steyla, drives down the lane, takes the shot, rolls the rim, and rolls it in. So Steyla with eight in the ball game as he brings the ball in the forecourt now with Graham for the Canes. Drew Cox has four steals all in this quarter for Newcastle. And From the corner, Wells takes a three shot, no good. Rebound to be fought and saved by Sheldon Cox and knocks it off the feet of Stela. It'll stay with the Canes with
1: 4.33 here to play. Maybe an even crazier stat. Sheldon Cox has eight rebounds leading the way for the Canes. All eight are offensive rebounds.
0: impressive performance there there's no question
1: about that on the offensive boards those numbers are going to be fun to add up we'll get you all those in our post game show brought to you by GNC Community Federal Credit Union as they bring the ball up
0: with the is Graham Graham on the right side goes left side
1: to Drew Cox
0: into the corner to Mike Wells bounce pass into McKnight McKnight makes a move on the left side takes it to the hole good Demetrius McKnight with 14 in the ball game and it's 62 41. Stolen away by the Kings on the inbound pass by Sheldon Cox over to Graham. Graham with the ball between the two circles. As Hopewell oh, will go back into the zone again. Over to Sheldon Cox, to Drew Cox. Over to. Sh- throw it to Burnett. Burnett, cross court pass to Burnett. Or to- to Graham. Graham drives into the lane, takes the runner shot, no good. Rebound there by McKnight. Goes up and strong for two. McKnight now leads all scores with 16 in the ball game. And we're going to have three substitutions coming in here for the Canes, going to get some experience here for some of the younger players.
1: Yeah, we're going to see Donnie Cade check in as well as Jason Williams and Rocco Bernardino all coming into the contest. 68-41.
0: Carter comes down with the ball and they give it back out to Graham. Graham with the ball as they work it out. They'll work it down into Carter. Carter out to Cade for three, up and good. Can't
1: tell, did the fans want that one? Did the players want that one? They were calling for Donnie Cade to step into that three-pointer.
0: 71-45, 30 seconds remaining here. Williams with the ball. Gives it over to Michael Graham. Gives it to Kate. Kate from the left side up and good. The second three coming off the bench. 74-45. LaSalle brings the ball to the forecourt. As they're going to work it outside. A deep three. Back of the rim, no good. Rebound there by Hopewell. And we're down to four seconds here. They'll give it back over, LaSella for three in front of the rim, no good, and that's the end of the ball game. A 74-45 victory here for the Canes, and it comes in a big faction as some of the uh, younger players get some points off the bench late in the ball game as Donnie Cade hit two threes in the last minute of
1: the ball game to help the Canes out to a 74-45 victory here over Oakwell. You can tell the fan favorite as well. We see him doing some of these JV games. It's nice to see uh, a, a, a guy get out in there, knock a couple shots down, and the team behind him as well. Every single player up and off their feet when he knocked that one down.
0: 71-45. 30 seconds remaining here. Williams with the ball. Gives it over to Michael Graham. Gives it to Kate. Kate from the left side. Up and good. The second three coming off the bench. 74-45. LaSella brings the ball the forecourt. As they're going to work it outside. A deep three. Back of the rim. No good. Rebound there by Hopewell. And we're down to four seconds here. They'll give it back over. LaSella for three in front of the rim no good and that's the end of the ball game a 74 45 victory here for the Canes and it comes in a big faction as some of the uh, younger players get some points off the bench late in the ball game as Donnie Cade hit two threes in the last minute of the ball game to help the Canes
1: out to a 74 45 Victory here over Hopewell. And you can tell the fan favorite as well. We see him do it in some of these JV games. It's nice to see uh, a, a, a guy get out in there, knock a couple shots down, and the team behind him as well. Every single player up and off their feet when he knocked that one down.
0: Tonight's game was with Hopewell here at the Fieldhouse, and the Canes come away with a 74-45 victory over the Vikings from Hopewell. Um, I want to thank Steve DePolo back at the station running the board and doing another fantastic job once again and we cannot do it without his help so our thanks to steve and his his talents each and every uh, tuesday and friday night and my thanks to james dawson for all he does the best analyst and play-by-play guy and round in the wpil so we thank him for all his uh
1: talents throughout the season Appreciate those kind words, and you should switch over right now if you're on Trib Live, tribhssn.triblive.com, with 40 seconds left. Union and Eden Christian tied at 41, so you can tune into that one on the Trib Live High School Sports Network for you in the Lawrence County area. All right, for
0: James Dotson and Steve DePolo back at the station, I'm Tim Contenez and wishing you all a wonderful weekend. Stay warm and stay inside and stay off the roads. That's the best advice for everybody. It was a big win here for the Canes as they come away with a 74-45 victory. We'll talk to you again Tuesday night from Blackhawk. Good night, everyone. And that's episode four of Running with the Canes here on RadioMVP.com. Our next episode will feature two games. As the Canes will take on Blackhawk and Ambridge, my thanks goes out to Coach Ralph Blundo, my partner James Dotson, and Steve DePolo back at the station. But a special thanks, as always, goes out to WKST News Radio 1200 and the Triplive High School Sports Network and our partners here on RadioMVP.com, West Reserve Digital Radio at WestReserveRadio.com. Until next time we speak, I'm Tim Continenza, and this is Running with the Canes. This is Radio MVP Sports. Running with the Canes.